All right, Welcome. It's that time of day, 10.15, and we'll discuss uh, as we do. But today, no different, is a question that came from one of our members. So the question uh, that he had is again related to the pandemic, although it's not a pandemic question exclusively, but it's related. It's an interesting question. So he once heard that uh, there's a mitzvah that we have to respect kohanim. Kohanim have special preference. He heard that from somewhere. He said there's some halakha like that, that if you're a kohen, you get, uh, you know, white glove service, you get VIP service. So he works for the Hebra Kadisha. So they had a case where you had a lot of metim, that were dying, and they were burying them, you know, one after the other. So the question that they had was, does the Kohen have preference to be buried first? You know, the Habra Kadisha has two metim in front of them, and one of them is a Kohen, and maybe there's some law that says, you know, they, they go first, especially in the pandemic when there was 50 bodies, you know, that they were dealing with. Maybe they have an obligation to say, hold it, who's the Kwanim over here? We have an obligation to give the mitzvah to the Kwanim first, if that's true, uh, and then uh, they deal with the other bodies. So that's, that's the question that, uh, that came up. It's an interesting question. So before we even get close to the question, first we have to get to the sodot of this inyan of honoring a Kohen. Where does that even come from? So, if you uh, if you open the Humash, that's a good place to start. In Parashat Emor, in Perechat Aleph, in Pasuk Het, this is where we're learning the laws of Kehuna. So the Torah says, "Vikidashto." Vikidashto. I don't know what that means. Vikidashto. You have to sanctify him. Interesting. You have to sanctify him, v'kiddashto. So Rashi says, what does it mean, v'kiddashto? Rashi on Humash. Al-Kurho. Ah, that we have a responsibility that the Kohen will keep his Kiddushah, even against his will. She'im lo ratzal garesh halkehu v'yasirehu ad garesh. Ah, so Rashi learns the word v'kiddashto means if you have a Kohen, let's say he's married to a divorcee, which is forbidden, so we have an obligation, even against his will, to make him kadosh. Meaning, give him malkut <coughs> until he divorces her. So there the Bikidashtu is on us to make sure that the Kohen lives by his, uh, lives by his kehuna. And then the pasuk continues. Ki because he serves God, he brings the lechem, he brings the korbanot. Kadosh yehyelach. Kadosh Yehilach, he should be Kadosh to you. Kadosh Yehilach, that she says over here, Nahog Bo Kedushah. Oh, we have to treat the Kohen with Kedushah. How? Liftoah Rishon Bechol Dabar. Oh, that he always goes first. Liftoah Rishon. We'll see what that means, but he goes first. Bechol Dabar. Ulbarech Rishon Besaudah. Oh, so he throws it over here. If you have Zimun, and there's a Kohen there, he goes first. Very interesting, Rabotai. 
when I read this Rashi, I was shocked. You know, we always learned in yeshiva, how do you know the Kohen goes first? The Kiddashto. The Kiddashto. But Rashi's learning, that's not the word. The word that we know that the Kohen goes first is Kadoshi Helach. So that, we always quote, Ah, B'Kiddashto, B'Chavod, Kohen, Kiddashto. No, it's not B'Kiddashto. If you were really accurate according to Shittat Lashi, you would say, Kadoshi Yelach, Kadoshi Yelach. According to Lashi, that's what he's doing. B'Kiddashto is a different law. B'Kiddashto teaches us that you give the Kohen Malkut, Ba'al Korho, if he doesn't want to divorce the... Uh, very interesting. Anyway, is this codified in the Gemara, this Zerashav Lashi? Where do you get it from? So actually, if you look in the Rashi, they call it Gemara Gitin Nuntet. I have the Gemara in front of me. Gemara Gitin Nuntet comes along and says, Tara de Benebi Ishmael, the Kiddashto, Lechot the Marshall Kiddushan, the Ftoa Rishon, Ulbarech Rishon, Veliton Manayafarishon. Oh, very interesting. So the Gemara over here says, yes, the grain goes first. And we'll give examples when we get to the Alaka, but he goes first. And how does the Gemara know that? The Kiddashto. So interesting. So that she, <laughs> that she goes against the Gemara. The Gemara said it's from the word Vikidashto. And the Shi and Humash, on the word Vikidashto, went in a different direction. And when he came to Kadosh Yelach, he, uh, he said this law. It's very, very interesting that she would put it on a different pasuk. By the way, I have good news. I found that actually one of the Mefarshim on the Torah, one of the Baalit Tosfot, the Moshav Zekinim, Baalit Tosfot, he writes, Kadoshi <coughs> He said, but the Gemara says it's from Kedashto. Where did Nashi all of a sudden get from Kedoshi Yelach? So, did he show him Nashi himself? Okay, fine. But by the way, let's read Rashi on the Gemara. And maybe Rashi will give us a little insight. Rashi over here in the Gemara and Gitin says, Oh, Vikidashto. Look at this Rashi over here. Rashi says, Vikidashto, ki et vegomer. Oh, Rabotai, now we finally understand what Rashi means. What is Rashi doing? It says in the Pasuk, Vikidashto, and Rashi starts to quote the rest of the Pasuk. Vikidashto, ki et lehem vegomer. What is Rashi telling you? That the ikar de Rasha of the Gemara is not from Vikidashto. That's why he's giving you the Begomer. Continue reading. The Kiddashto is not the main word. It's actually Kadoshi Yelach. Now you know how to learn Rashi. Rashi in the Gemara Nuntet is Meduyak like the Rashi in the Humash. 
that as she holds the economy court is Kadoshilak. That's why on the word Vikadashto he continues. He says, continue reading the Pasuk, the Gomer. Okay, that's Tam. <laughs> Just to know for your records that there is a opinion that holds that the source is Kadoshi Yelach. Okay, now let's understand what they want from us. What do they want from us? What do they want to do to Gwen? Gwen goes first. Gwen is a VIP. Do we hold like this? So if you open up Shuhan Aruch, Shuhan Aruch is in Siman Resh Aleph. Resh Aleph. This is actually the laws of Berkat Amazon. So the Maran writes in Halakha Bet, Aval Kohen Tamid Chacham, if you have a Kohen who's a Tamid Chacham, Mitzvah Lahagdimo, he goes first. Shene Eman V'Kiddashto. V'Kiddashto. Okay. Which is, by the way, the word, the word that we always understood. Okay, according to the Shi'i, would say, Shene Eman V'Ayah Kodesh. Or, Shene Eman V'Kiddashto V'Chule. I don't, I'm not going into that. That's a side point. I'm just, I'm just giving you something, uh, food for thought, that you never knew before. I'm not, it's not my point today. Is it B'Kiddashto? Is it B'Hayakodesh? Some. But Maran writes, B'Kiddashto Liftoak Rishon U'Barech Rishon. Shnabrura says, What does it mean Kohen goes first? So now Shnabrura gives us examples. B'Kriyat Torah. Kohen Aulei Yamod B'Chavot. Kohen goes first. Ulbarech Rishon B'Sauda. Ah, the Sauda, they used to have, they used to go around the table and make berachot. Kohen makes the first berachah. B'Birkat HaMotzi. B'Birkat HaMotzi, B'Chavot, Kohen. B'Birkat HaMazon. B'Chen Leotzi B'Kidush. Kidush. He's the Motzi. He makes it. D'Vikidashto, L'Chod HaMash B'Kidushah. Now, L'Rat B'Shnav Ra'ez, it includes the B'Chlal L'Ftoach Rishonu L'Yot Rosh HaMedaberim. When you have a group of speakers in a committee meeting, and one of them is a Kohen, said Abotah, we're going to call on Mr. Kohen first to address the group. V'nidrosh techilai, a bunch of rabbis, they're giving derashot. And you're going to have four speakers. One of them is a Kohen. Shtav Abotah said, you have to say, Abotah, we have four speakers tonight. Uh, we're sorry about the delay, but first we're going to hear from the Kohen. Kohen goes first. V'wadin bishivayi dabir berosh. Okay, that's a very big cartoon. So Kohenim, they have a, a law. Now, by the way, stop a question. Is this law Mideoraita or Midrabanan? I have a reason why I'm asking. I have a reason why I'm asking. So the Mishnah Barurah says that the Magen Abraham wants to say, Vikidashto u Deoraita. It's a Pasuk. Vikidashto. It's a Pasuk. Although I did find that not everybody, not everybody agrees with that. The Yerushalmi in Gitin in Perekheh actually has a safek, is it the Oraita or not? The Rambam in Sefer Mitzvot holds it's the Oraita. So yes, indeed. The Magen Abraham also sounds like it's the Oraita that we just read. But I saw 
that there's other shitot that hold that it might only be midrabanan, that's tosfot and chulin, and that pezai, the rosh and chulin also, the mordechi, the aguda. So a big mahlokit is this kiddashot deoraita. Why am I telling you? Let's say you have a simple case. You're sitting down and having su'uda and you have three people. It's you, your father, and a kohen. Now it comes to zimun. Who do you give it to? Do you give the zimun to the kohen or do you give the zimun to your father? Well, if we hold that kohen is a safek, we don't even know it's the oraita, and kibud ab is the oraita, so the kaura, you have to give it to your father. We're not going to say that kibud ab is going to be pushed away from a kiddashto that might be drabanan. But that would be a nafkamina. Simple enough. By the way, Chab David brings that nafkamina down. Chab David writes in Halakha Berura Helek Yud on page Kufnun Dalid, Ve'im yesh kohen b'sa'uda begam aviv nimsasham, yagdim et aviv lefne kohen. But for the reasons that we just told you. Because it's safek. Everybody agrees that kibudab is the oraita. However, when it comes to the Kiddashto, it might not be. And there's another reason also, by the way, I'll give you now. The Magen Abraham, <clears throat> the Magen Abraham in the Halakha over here in Resh Aleph, he says, the Magen Abraham. The Magen Abraham writes like this. I'm reading you in Resh Aleph, Magen Abraham, Seif Katan, Dalet. V'sarich iyun, lama en nizharin akshav lehagdim kohen lechol hanachmili? Unbelievable. It's another, it's another one of these halakot that people are not careful with. Remember a few weeks ago we learned about making the zecher, uh, the khurban, and we saw the Sharet Tishma was saying he doesn't know why the people don't do this anymore. So he said, here's another item. It's a halakha. Magen Abraham actually holds the oraita, and the people are not careful. So he says, "V'yesh l'zayel b'zema." Arshem the oraita him. He writes, "It's the oraita." V'efshar de'en anu b'kiim b'yehuseh kihuna. Oh, we don't know who's kohanim today. He says, "You know, just because the guy puts his name Cohen doesn't mean anything. Could be from the times of the Beit Hamikdash to today. We don't know who's a real kohen or not." So therefore, since we're not so careful on Yehus, so therefore, so back to the case of uh, the father, that's another reason why the father should go first. Because Kohen is Sefik. The father, hopefully, is Vadai. We're not talking about over here uh, wise guys. So therefore, the Chaurah, that would be enough Kamina. Does the father, the Kohen, go first? Okay, so that's, that's that question. Incidentally, there's another reason that I'll add to this. Regarding giving the Kohen the Kavod to make Birkat HaMazon, Harambam does not bring it down. Although Harambam does bring down um, the Inyan of giving the Kohen rights, but he does not bring the deen of the Kohen in Yan Seuda Berkatamazon. So the Nemuke Yosef in Gitin that we just learned in Teth, he writes, Shinir Bam, the Davka Batorah, only for the Aliyah of the Torah. 
זה בספר עבודה, ריש פרק ו', הלכות כלי מקדש, הזכיר כהן על התורה. בברכת מזון לא הזכיר. So הרמב״ם doesn't learn to deal with so all the more so then. So you have three specific quotes why you should give your father the zimun before the Kohen. Number one, because the father is definitely kibud ab and the Kohen is safek the oraita and safek the rabbanan. Number two, we don't even know if the Kohenim are Kohenim as man as it. The safek is yehus. And number three, the shita danambam, the law of Yikitnesh doesn't apply to Mikatamazon. So then we have three reasons why the Kohen against your father, the father will go first. Okay, that's a nice, uh, nice birud. Nice biru. Let's see what else we see in the Mishnah Abdullah over here, by the way. Mishnah Abdullah says, that's basically it. So now the She'elah is, so we get to our question that we're asking today. What about the Hebra Kadisha? What's the law of the Hebra Kadisha? The real question, if we want to crystallize it, does the Kohen still have his status, La Harmita? Which means, uh, I don't know, maybe once the Kohen dies, uh, he's not a Kohen anymore. Maybe the law of the is when the Kohen's alive. Now that he's dead, uh, maybe it doesn't apply anymore. I mean, we, 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 could, we could argue that. So I found an unbelievable proof from a rabbi that's called the Adedit. We've quoted the Adedit before. The Adedit is Rabbi Eliezer David Rabbi Novitz Teumim. Adedit. Eliezer Rabbi Novitz Eliezer David Rabbi Novitz Teumim. He was a rabbi that lived at the end of the 1800s, the beginning of the 1900s. He was the Rav in the city of Panovich, right, where the yeshiva, but in Europe, in Poland, wherever it was. And then he became the Rosh Yeshiva of the Mir Yeshiva in Poland. We were there last year in Belarus. And then by the calling of the chief rabbi of Jerusalem, Rabbi Shemuel Salant, he called him from Europe to come help him. And then he came to Yerushalayim, he becomes the rabbi of the Ashkenazim, in the Yeshuv of Yerushalayim at the end of the 1800s. He wrote tremendous sefarim, Neteumim, and uh, his daughter actually marries Rav Cook, the famous Rav Cook, Rav Abraham Isaac Cook. Uh, his daughter would then pass away. She would die, and then Rav Cook would marry uh, a relative of that day. And he actually, he pushed him to become the chief rabbi. Anyway, there was a Gaon, Gaon Adir, Rabotai. Please, don't, that's not up for discussion today. <clears throat> so he says an amazing thing. Listen to the proof that he wants to bring the Gabe a Kohen who dies. Pay attention, this is very sweet what he says. Like most of his Torah. Let's review a Gemara that we well know in Berachot. Berachot, page Mem Vav. Gemara says, Rabbi Zerah Halash. Rabbi Zerah got weak, he got sick. So Rabbi Abahu said that if Rabbi Zerah gets better, I'm going to make a se'udah, hoda'ah with all the rabbis to celebrate Rabbi Zerah's recovery. That's unbelievable tzaddikim. Unbelievable story. The Gemara says, Baruch Hashem, Rabbi Zerah got better. It's bah. So Rabbi Abahu 
Of course, he's going to keep his word. And Yabal's going to make the sauda for the, for the tzaddikim, for the akamim. So now he makes the sauda, the kuduhu rabbanan. Now it comes to Birkat Abazon. So Rabbi Abau tells Rabbi Zerah, Chavot, Chavot Zimun. So Rabbi Zerah comes along and says, what do you mean? You're the Botseya, you're the one that made Hamotzi, and I hold that the Botseya is Mevarech. The one that makes Hamotzi has to make Birkat Abazon. So that's what Rabbi Zerah tells uh, uh, Rabbi Abau. So the Gemara comes along and says, what did Rabbi Abau hold? He said, no, Rabbi Abau holds that the botseya is mebarecha motzi and the oreyah is, is mezamin. So therefore he held since Rabbi Zerah is the guest, especially in this case the guest of honor. So that's why Rabbi Abau honored Rabbi Zerah because he held botseya mebarech, botseya mebarecha motzi, the oreyah, or say better, ba'alabayit botseya, as we know the famous rule, Ba'alabayid Botseya, which was Rabbi Abba who was the host, and Oreya Mibarech, Rabbi Zerah was the Oreya. Obviously Rabbi Zerah didn't hold like that. Rabbi Zerah said, no, the one that's Botseya, he's the Mibarech. That's the story. Asks the Adelet a simple question. We know from the uh, Yerushalmi in Berachot, Perek Gimal, the Yerushalmi says Rabbi Zerah was a Kohen. Rabbi Zerah was a Kohen. So Rabotai, very simple. What is Rabbi Abahu? What is the Gemara saying? Oh, because he holds that Rabbi Zeraz the Oreya. Very simple. You're a Kohen. Why didn't he just tell Rabbi Zeraz you have to make the Bikadashtor because you're the Kohen? But the Gemara doesn't say that. The Gemara says the reason why Rabbi Abahu thought to give it to Rabbi Zeraz is because he's the Oreya. Oreya Mibarech. Why do you have to come out to Oreya Mibarech? He should give it to me because he's the Kohen. You understand Adelit's question? Adelit answers based on an unbelievable Gemara that we learned in Megillah on Dabzayin. Famous story is that Rabbah and Rabbi Zerah were sitting and having Purim together. And what does it say? They got drunk. Okay, that's not a problem. Purim, Adelayada, Kam Rabbah Rabbi Zerah. Rabbah got up and made Shaita and the Bizera. They were learning Shaita, Hilchot Shaita, Halachalam Aser. And they made Shaita, instead of Akedat Yitzchak, they made Akedat the Bizera. And then all of a sudden they saw what happened. So he prayed, he prayed that he should have Tayyat Metim. And Baruch Hashem, a miracle happened. The next year, Rabbah told the Bizera, come over. He said, no, 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 thank you very much. I'm going to pass. Not every year miracle happens. Last year miracle happened, Baruch Hashem, I got saved, but I'm not going to rely on a miracle. Oh, so what do you see over here? Rabbi Zerah died and came back to life. So says the Adelet, that's why Rabbi Abau didn't invite him to Din Kohen, because once he died, finish, you lose your Kehuna. When you come back, you don't come back as a Kohen anymore. You lose your status of Kehuna once you die. You need to be re, uh, reordained by Aaron Kohen, however it works. So that's why he cannot see everything in Kohen. So from day he wants to learn the Adelet, that Adrabah, if a Kohen dies, there's no deen of a Kiddashto. There's no deen of a Kiddashto by a Kohen that died because he's not a Kohen anymore. And the proof is being said out. Unbelievable proof. And the only question is you can ask, but how do you know which story came first? 
That's really the question. Which means maybe the story of Purim, of Megillah, happened after the story of Masechet Beragot. It can't be historically, for the simple reason. We know that Rabbi Zelal lived in Babel and then he moved to Eretz Israel. The story of Rabbah had to be in Babel. And then at the end of his life, he went to Eretz Israel with Rabbi Abahu. So there was Pashut that the Megillah story happened first, and then the story of moving to Eretz Israel, which is the second story of the Zimun. So therefore, you would have a you have a proof to this. Okay, very nice. I wanted to bring Rabotai another proof that once a Kohen dies, that's it. He loses his uh, he loses his status. From where? From a Magen Abraham. The Magen Abraham is in Orachayim, Siman Resh Pebet. This is the laws of who you're allowed to send up to a Sefer Torah or not. So Maran writes over here, Hakol Olim the Minyan Shiva'ah. When it comes to Minyan Shiva'ah, the seven Olim on Shiva'ah, you can send up anybody. Afilu Isha, Afilu Isha, look at that. So what are they complaining about the ladies? Afilu Isha, Bikatan, and even a Katan. Okay. So the Magen uh, Abraham over here says, oh, Katan, what if, what if there's no Kohen and the only Kohen is the Kohen Katan? The Magen Abraham says, you're allowed to send up a Katan for one of the seven, but are we obligated from the law of the Kiddashto to send up Kohen Katan? Basically his question is, does the law of the Kiddashto apply to Kohen Katan? And he writes, why? What's the reason why Mikdashto? The pasuk says, because he serves. He works in the Beit Hamikdash. Oh, so since a Kohen Katan does not serve, he doesn't have the benefit of the Kiddashto. So I said to myself, very good. According to that, a dead Kohen also doesn't serve. A dead Kohen is not bigger than You're right, when he was alive, he did it. I mean, when he was alive, I gave him the Kiddashto. But once he dies, according to the Megan Abraham, it's only a VIP benefit if you can serve. But if you don't serve, you don't get the uh, you don't get the perk. That would be a ayah like the Adirit, that once the queen dies, game over. However, I did find on this that they bring a question from the Gaon Rabbi Akiva Eger. Rabbi Eger, Rabbi Akiva Eger in the Gilion. On this halacha, he argues on the Megan Abraham. And he says, no, why not? The law of the Kiddashto can apply to a katan. And you don't have to be worthy to serve. Why? He brings an ayah from the Sifri. The Sifri says, Kiddushim yiyu lelohechem Ati lirebuyi demechoyabim lekadesh kohen ba'almum. Oh, that we have an obligation to give kavod to even a Kohen who has a blemish. Uh, so he says, where, where do we get Abraham say 
that all this din of the Kiddashto is Tanui on when he can serve or not. Balmum cannot serve. And still we have a din Hashanah that says, he's still considered a Kohen. <coughs> so therefore it would come out that Katan also should be able to get the Aliyah of Kohen, Medin v'Kiddashto. Oh. So therefore we have no proof from the Megid Abraham. Could be that a Kohen, even though he's dead, so what? So what? You have no, you have no ra'ayah. However, I did find a uh, a question on the Adiris proof. I did find a good question. The question is that according to the Magen Abraham. According to the Magen Avraham, that says a Kohen, a Kohen that cannot serve, so therefore there's no deen of a kid That was his shita. That's why Katan, there's no deen. So everybody know the story of Rabbi Zerah? Rabbi Zerah, if you remember, would, exactly, would test himself every month to see if the fires of Gehinam are going to affect him. So what did he do? He would jump into the oven once a month. And nothing happened to him. The fires were not able to affect him. Now, I don't recommend that to our members because uh, even though all our members are Tzadikim Gimurim, but just in case that maybe, uh, you know, Hadbun Shalom, you did a sin b'shogeg, we don't want to take responsibility. Just... Check your insurance policies first to make sure that you're covered for jumping into ovens. But nonetheless, Rabbi Zerah, he didn't have to check his insurance policy. He knows he's a perfect Sadiq. One time, somebody saw him jumping into the oven and uh, he didn't want uh, you know, them to know what he's doing and he got burnt. It says, and they nicknamed him Rabbi Zerah Katina Harich Shaker. The one that shocked was burnt. So it comes out that Rabbi Zerah was a Baalmum. Oh, so if you go like the Magyar Abraham, that Baal Mum is not Shayach in the laws of the Kiddush that's why Rabbi Abbao didn't invite him. Not because he died and came back. You have no proof about dying. He didn't invite him, it's the Baal Mum. So Baal Mum, there's no deal of Kiddush Toh in Magyar Abraham. But it's quite possible that you have no proof that on a dead coin that he's not a coin anymore. The whole that I have that did it was well, you see from a sick Miglad that he died. Ah, so it must be when he died, he lost his kiwana, and that's why the Bible didn't invite him Midin Kohen. No. Maybe really when you die, you still have the status of Kohen. The reason why he didn't invite him was because he's not a Bar Avodah. Why is he not a Bar Avodah? Because he's Harik Shakai, he's a Ba'amun. And therefore, you could you can question that um, you can question that uh, that Ra'ayah. However, Rabotai, I think we have a very, very clear proof that we don't even have to, you know, go too much in the uh, pool over here. Maran, in the laws of, in the laws of Avelut, Maran is in Yoredea, Siman Shinun Dalit. Maran, it's one Saif. You have a city, two people died at the same time, and the Hamra Kadisha has got them. 
מוציאים את הראשון ואחר כך מוציאים את השני. אה, so you go in order. Whoever died first, which means first come first serve, רבותיי. First come first serve, not only in the bakery, but even in the cemetery. לא, אני לא אומר first guy who dies, he gets זכות קדימה, בכבוד. Daddy says, Ve'avrosim ha'sheni. So the Amara says over here, if you have an Ama'ares and a Tamid Hakam, who goes first? Tamid Hakam and Ama'ares. מוציאים החכם תמיד חכם, והמארץ מוציאים תמיד חכם. או חכם, even though he died second. אבל תמיד חכם יוצא, he gets a courtesy. איש ואישה מוציאים האישה. וואו, ladies first. אוקיי, so there is ladies first. After they died, there is ladies first. Why is lady go first? And the lady has nivul, she decomposes quicker, there's nivul from her body, dam, and so on and so forth. So therefore, she goes first, because of nivul amet. So Maran and the Tzadakah basically is coming from Masechet Semachot, and that's the record of it. And it's basically giving us, you know, who goes first? Oh, so the Mephashim asks, how come Maran didn't give us a simple case? Kohen ve-Yisrael. The Kohen goes first, because there's no. And if you look at the Mekot in Masechet Sebahot and Perek Yud Aleph, it gives a lot of examples. He goes before him, he goes before him, but it does not give a case of a Kohen. Why not? And it must be that this law, Mekidash No, is only on a Kohen that's alive, that's why I didn't bring it. And therefore, the Chaurah, there would be no deen of Mekidash No in מיתה. We didn't see the poskim bring it down over here. Maran should have brought that case. After all, Maran holds, he goes first all the time. The last question that uh, they brought up, but I think we have an answer to this question. I think it's Pashut. The same guy asked, does the law of Vikindashto apply to ladies? Always the ladies want to stick their nose in over here. Now we want to know, are the ladies hayav? Let's say you have a bat kohen. That's a clean case, clean case. Bat kohen, finish. Bat kohen, Mrs. Kohen. A father's a kohen, a grandfather's a kohen. Do we have an obligation now? Again, we're not gonna, she's not going to make zimun for us. I understand that from one time. But uh, she's not going to speak in public either for us when we have a dinashah. And for other for other for other things that we, we, we give kabot to the kohen, ladies for ladies, ladies for ladies exactly. Maybe the ladies are obligated to mechabeda, right? In 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 the uh, in the painting class, she she gets the first canvas. You know, you give her the first, uh, you know, and whatever whatever it is in the sewing class, she gets the first spindle. Any of that? Make up a case. Rabotai, you can answer this question already. The Magen Abraham said that Bikidashto is only on somebody that's Ra'ui to serve. Emore la Kohanim bene Aaron. Only bene Aaron serve, not benot Aaron. The Pasul Abodah. So just like a Katar, according to Magen Abraham, is not Chayak. According to the Magen Abraham, the Chaurah, Nashim would not be. Uh, by the way, called Sheken. 
I'll make a call shekel. Because Katan, at least as a male, the Katan one day will be Ra'uy La'avodah. And still he says he's not. Kol shekel the they're not even the species of man. So therefore certainly, according to Megad Abraham, you're not going to have a... Uh... But I saw... I saw another proof that this does not apply to ladies. From the rabbi called the Minhat Chinuch. The Minhat Chinuch in Mitzvah Resh Samichtet, which is the Mitzvah in the Mitzvah Chinuch, an Od Vav, he has a question. Let's say you have an androgynous. You got these guys, you'd be surprised. Go, go, go to the riots in Manhattan, you'll find a lot of these guys running around the streets today. The androgynous, he has... Uh, two simanim, uh, zakar and nekema. So you have an androgynous kohen. So the Merhat Hanukkah's question is, is there a mitzvah of kiddashto an androgynous kohen? Again, I understand it's not, not the most practical question that you have. But from this question, we'll learn the halakha. So the question is asked, Rabbi, here's an androgynous, do we have an obligation to mechabed the Minhat Chinuch holds that the Kiddashto is the Oraita. That's what he holds, the Oraita. So he writes that since we have a Safek that he might be a Zakhar, so therefore it's Safek the Oraita, therefore you have to be Chabinim. So I said, what do you mean? Mimanavchach. If ladies are obligated to Kiddashto, it's Hayab Mimanavchach. What do you mean it's Safek Zakhar? The Minhat Chinuch should say whatever you want to call him, flip a coin. If he's Zakhar, Hayab. If he's the Kevahaya, from the fact that he calls the androgynous, that he might be a Zachar, that's why Yahayab in the Kiddashto, that shows that the Hinuk, Minhat Hinuk must hold, that the Kevah would be Petura from the Kiddashto. You don't have obligation on, on the Kevah. So that's the, the second proof we brought to that. Last but not least, I will tell you an amazing Hafez Chaim that I came across. You know that you're not allowed to speak Lashon about any, 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 any upstanding Jew. But the Hafez Chaim writes, Amazing. He, he, he holds... He, that what? Yeah, because that's true. But the Hadush of here is that imagine that, that disrespecting a Kohen, even not in front of him, which means, listen, if you're going to speak Lashon Ara and you can't control yourself, uh, speak about Israel. Don't, don't speak about Kohen. If you speak about Israel, at least you don't get the Vikin But if you're going to speak about a Kohen, then they pile on another Avon, according to many Yishlim, is the Oraita. Another Yisud, the Oraita, because you spoke about, so you say, oh, this Rabbi Cohen. Oh, now he's a rabbi. Plus, he's a Cohen. on the Kiddashto. Okay, the Adelit argues on that, Hafez Chaim. He says, you only over the Kiddashto befanav, but not shalom befanav. But again, this goes to show you the Hezbon. So, I think we're coming out with some clarity to that question. Where is, I think the consensus is, at least based on the Magen Abraham, based on the proof from the uh, Adelet that there would be no uh, obligation to the Hebrak Kaddisha to come along and attend to the Kohen met before anybody else. Of course, if the Kohen died first, then they, of course he's buried first. Anybody who dies first is buried first. 
But if he's not, it seems it would not be an obligation to give him uh, preferential, preferential treatment. And we also see from over here that there's no deen of Vikidashto by Nashim. Although if a lady dies, even if she's not a Kohen, she, only, she always gets preferential treatment because she's an Isha and they decay quicker, so therefore it's got nothing to do with the Kehuna. That's just the lady's item, but outside of that, it seems from the Mifarshim uh, uh, that uh, there, would be no, there would be no obligation for ladies. Okay, the Futai. That's today's, uh, that's today's Dirash. We'll stop over here.